Steve's Weekly Podcast. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Yeah, that's right. Merry, merry, merry Christmas, everybody. And a happy new year. Uh, Hello, welcome to Podcast 87. Can I just confirm that it's not actually Christmas? Um, It is Easter. Uh, So... At the time of recording this, it is Good Friday. It's Friday the 15th of April 2022. Halfway through the month already. Um, and of course this weekend is the Easter weekend here in the UK and in other parts of the world as well. So from me to you guys listening to this weekly podcast, a very happy Easter. Um, yeah, happy Easter. Happy, happy, happy Easter everyone. Um, anyway, we've got a couple of things coming up in the podcast for you. I haven't really got a lot to talk about, to be honest with you, because not a lot has really been going on this week, uh, to be honest. Not a lot at all. Um, next week, I will have the Disney Plus list and hopefully the uh, Netflix list as well of everything that's going to be coming uh, to Disney Plus and Netflix here in the UK and in the US as well uh, next week. So I will go through those lists in next week's weekly podcasts. I'm just going to... I'm patiently waiting to see when those lists are coming out. I purely don't think they're going to be released today, to be quite honest with you. I think they're more going to be released maybe early next week. So, yeah. Um, But what I can talk about, though... Um, is I can quite happily share my opinions on uh, one episode of the Kardashians that got released uh, this week on Disney Plus here in the UK. And I believe it got released on Hulu over in the United States as well. So my thoughts on it, well, as expected, it was trash. It was absolute trash. It was absolute garbage. Um, you know, I mean, to be honest... I, I have heard of the Kardashians before, of course I have, and of course I know that they are majorly big in the world of showbiz as well. I know that they are, I know uh, that one of them is dating uh, someone called Travis, I know the other one, uh, well it's Kim Kardashian, she's dating uh, Kanye West, I believe they've even got some children together as well, um, yeah, I mean... To be honest, am I going to go back and watch another episode? I really, I really don't know. You know, it's one of those things. I mean, this is this is a ten episode long season, so we've got about another nine weeks left of the Kardashians. And there are some people. I mean, it's been getting mixed reactions on social media. Some people are saying uh, that they're enjoying it. Other people are saying that they're not so much enjoying it. Um, other people are just saying that they absolutely hate it, um, that they don't want to see it on their Disney Plus list and stuff like that. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I, I mean, I'm in the minority where I don't know whether or not I did enjoy it or whether or not I hated it. I, I, I'm just in the minority where I'm just like, this is complete garbage, but there was a couple of things that I just couldn't help but laugh out loud about. Like, there was one there was one member of the family, right? And she just came onto the camera. And this was just so random, okay? 
This was so random, and I'm going to do my best impression of this. I don't even know. It might have been one of the sisters. I really don't know who it is. I know what. I'm going to just... Actually, I'm going to have a look and see. Um, I can't remember. I think I'll know who it is by the face. Um, uh, family? Let's see. Family names. I'm going to... I mean, I know there's... There's uh, Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian. Uh, is it Courtney? It might be Courtney. I want to have a look. Um, let me have a look. Uh, see, I, I don't know. Which one is it? Is it Courtney? It might be Courtney. Um, I mean, I think it might be. I mean, does it does it give me a guide as to who it is? Um, Robert Kardashian... Uh, the OGs. Um, so you got Chris Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, no, Kim Kardashian West, um, no, no, uh, is it Courtney? I think it might be Courtney. It might be Courtney Kardashian. Um, it won't Chloe. No, it won't Chloe. No, it might have been. It might have been Courtney Kardashian. Anyway, one of the Kardashians. Um, they came on, or it might be Kendall Jenner. Yeah, it might be Kendall Jenner, because that more looks like her. Um, and then obviously I think it then just goes on to the kids. Um, but what I was gonna say is one one anyway one of the um, one of the um, one of the Kardashian members anyway, um, was. Weird. Uh, one of the Kardashian. Oh, because I've just closed Twitter down. That's why I was like, "Wait, what's happened here?" Um, yeah. So one of the Kardashians. She came on, and she was like, "So I got some news for you. Um, it turns out that I didn't come down with the flu. It turns out that instead I came down with a with with COVID. But don't worry though, because I'm all good now. And like." Yeah, I'm gonna come back, and you you guys are gonna see me for the rest of the season. So don't worry. And oh my god, you know, it's just one of those things. Where it's just like, really, it's it's this really, this this was just, it was so random because it was just like she just came on and was just like, so bad. So I got some news. Turns out it wasn't the flu that I had. It was COVID, and now I'm back. So don't worry, guys. You you are gonna see me more throughout this season. And it's just like, what? This was just... And then after that, she just walked off. I'm like, well, that was just the most random bit of TV show that I've ever watched in my life. Um, Yeah, it was. It was the most random piece of TV show that I've ever watched in my life. Um, And then obviously, of course, it's really weird because obviously they did mention... They kind of reference a little bit about... The Keeping Up With The Kardashians series. So obviously this series kind of follows on from the uh, Keeping Up With The Kardashians series. Um, so yeah, there is references to the Keeping Up With The Kardashians series. There isn't much though in the way of that though. Um, because obviously you've got... Um, I mean, yeah, there's like a couple of stories that have kind of come full circle. Because obviously this is the first season... Of the Kardashian series. Um, so yeah. And obviously they are. Um, 
they're, they're obviously there allowing the cameras to kind of go through their lives and stuff like that. Um, there's a couple of people actually on, um, there's a couple of people on, um, um, on social media. That's what I was trying to get. Uh, there's, there's a couple of people on social media who were saying that after two, three minutes, they literally saw some drones going around the Kardashians, um, lifestyle or houses or whatever or locations and they switched it off because th- straight away that just those opening shots were just too cringy for them to watch i'll be honest with you those opening sweeping shots of just like the camera drones just panning around like the kardashians homes and seeing the kardashian family at like a family and stuff like that i i mean i'll, I'll admit it that was a bit cringeworthy to watch once you get past that You kind of dive, it kind of just goes straight in. And this is the thing, is like, you know, not all of us know who the Kardashians are. You know, so if you're thinking, if you're thinking about giving this show a watch, and you're a new audience member, then if I was you, maybe do some research first, um, in all honesty. Because otherwise, you're going to be so confused as to who is who. You know, who's Kim Kardashian? Who, who's Khloe Kardashian? Who's Courtney Kardashian? Who's, you know, Kris uh, Jenner? Um, and stuff like that. So, if I was you, yeah. If you're a new audience member, I mean, this is definitely not aimed at the new target audience. And it's kind of weird because it's like, you know, if you have got somebody who, here in, internationally in the UK and in other parts of the world who have got Disney Plus, and are just coming across the Kardashians for the first time ever, and want to dive into their into their private life, then, in theory, you kind of need to explain who you are, what you do, you know. And I'll admit, they do touch briefly on it. Like, you know, obviously a lot of people will know Kim Kardashian as the wife of uh, Kanye West. You know, and obviously she does... Um, have a family with him as well in the form of children. Um, a lot of other people will probably know Kim Kardashian for breaking the internet a few years ago um, when she had a bum on show, shall we just say. Um, not literally broke the internet because otherwise the internet wouldn't be here today. But um, you get what I mean. Yeah, there was a lot of comments and stuff like that about that. And uh, it was... It was up there for a very long time um and you and you literally could not avoid the photo you really could not avoid that photo because uh, it was being plastered everywhere um and also as well i do believe that kim kardashian is also known for um having a sex tape leaked with kanye west because in this episode that i did watch on thursday uh, this week they did touch on that um, it was to do with one of her kids playing a, a game called Roblox, um, which is a, a, a child-friendly game that a lot of kids uh, in today's society do play on a tablet and stuff. Um, and yeah, and basically there was these people, hackers, I guess you could call them, that were kind of blackmailing the child, um, I think in a way. And basically they were threatening him, saying that, if they or threatening them that saying if they if they didn't do something then 
their mum's sex tape would get leaked or something, or they'd see their mum's sex tape or something like that anyway. But, yeah, and it was kind of, you know, I mean, again, they, they did mention this in the episode. They did say that, you know, this was going full circle because, you know, they were covering the sex tape stuff way back in the first episode or the first season, for that matter, of keeping up with uh, the Kardashians. So, it, very interesting to see that, you know, that, that this episode's kind of gone a little bit full circle there. And like I say, you know, they do touch upon who they are a little bit, but not, like, they don't go into full details as to who they are. Um, I believe Chloe Kardashian has her own uh, clothing line, uh, I think Chris Chris Jenner is, um, is it Chris Jenner? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, obviously you do meet the you meet the pair you meet the parents anyway. Um, in this as well, you don't get an appearance from Kanye. I mean, they, he does get referenced, um, but he doesn't make an appearance. So does he make an appearance later in the season? Are we going to see Kanye West at any point? Um, that's what I want to know. Is if we see Kanye West, you know, be nice to nice for him to pop up at some point during the season. But um, yeah, I mean, either way though, I'm. I mean, I I don't know whether or not I would go back to watching another episode of it because I mean, it's forty five minutes, and I think this is going to be the case for every episode. So there's ten episodes in the season. I decide to give one a watch just because. I don't even know why I gave it a watch, to be quite honest. I really don't know. But it's just one of those shows where it's like, yeah, this is this is complete, utter, uh, complete, utter trash. You know, why am I giving 45 minutes of my day where I'm actually watching this show? Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I really don't know. But... Yeah, there were, I'll admit, there were parts that was quite interesting, I will admit, but not all of it was. So, you know, and they did give a little bit of a teaser. I mean, they did kind of leave it on a cliffhanger because obviously they're still like going into the next episode. I'm just going to assume that they're going to dive into more of this blackmail with the whole sex tape thing being leaked um, via this Roblox game that her kids were playing on. Um, I mean, I don't know. I might give that episode a watch just to see what the outcome is of that because, yeah, I'm I'm just intrigued to know what the outcome is for it. Um, but yeah, no. In all seriousness, though, I mean, it is on Disney Plus here in the UK and in other parts of the world. Um, and it's available on Hulu in the United States. But I decided to give that a watch this week purely just because I wanted to see what it was all about. Um. And, yeah, it just seems to be uh, going along the same lines as uh, Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Even though I've never seen Keeping Up With The Kardashians, but you kind of get an insight as to what that show is basically about. And if you know the the context behind that show, then you know what The Kardashians is about as well. Um, so, yeah, it's just some reality TV stuff where the cameras are just following this family around and there's just a big bunch of drama that just goes on. You know, there's more drama in this family's life than there is in, in an actual soap opera, you know, in any soap opera that you watch, whether you're in Australia, in America, in 
Great Britain, wherever, right? If like literally, there's less drama uh, in a soap opera than there is in the Kardashians' life. Okay, there we go. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I watched that this week. Um, yeah. Also, as well, can I just say that I'm really loving the fact that Disney Plus are starting to bundle up on their international content. Um, because obviously this week we got Riot Police, which is, I believe, a Spanish police drama. Uh, we also got an, uh, another show, another international show called Ignorant Angels as well. Um, so, and obviously all this international stuff is going to keep on dropping on Disney Plus um, over the course of the next few months. So, yeah. So, I'm really, really loving the fact that we're getting all this international stuff. And what I also love about it is the fact that it's also dubbed in English. Because had it not been dubbed in English, then I would have been straight straight out. Because no way would I be uh, connected into a show where it's not got dubbing. Um, I mean, I'm curious to know. I'm going to check into Disney Plus now. Um... There isn't really a lot on Disney Plus today, to be honest, that's worth watching. A lot of people are saying that Speed and Speed 2 are really good movies, and I've never seen them before. But they are police cop thriller movies. Um, and they're kind of... They have a running time of around about two hours. So... Now, also as well, The Sandlot 2 is on Disney Plus, and I don't think... This was originally announced. So I think that might have just been a surprise drop for today. The Sandlot 2. Um, but what I was going to look at was Snowdrop. Because it is a show that I am curious to watch. But there's only one problem. And no, it's still not in dubbed. So there's one problem with this show. The problem is is it's available in uh, captions, so it's subtitled, and it's also available in high definition. But the problem is, is like any other show that I come across that is um, international, so it's from another country, right? If I go into details of the show and go into available in the following formats... It comes up with, okay, so it's available in 4K Ultra High Definition. So this is for the Ignorant Angels. It's also available in Dolby Vision, HDR10, High Definition, uh, 5.1. It's also captioned as well, so it's subtitled. And it's also AD. Now, AD means audio description, which means that it is dubbed. So, you know, you could be watching this movie in France and you might want it in French dubbing you know it'll be dubbed in French and it's the same with um in any other country that's got Disney plus where it's not an English speaking country you know um so yeah so yeah and this is the problem with snow snowdrop snowdrop uh, landed on Disney plus way back I believe in February. Or, you know, early early this year, it dropped on Disney+. And I have wanted to watch it, I'm not going to lie. But the problem is, is this is a 16-episode 
series. And all 16 episodes are roughly around about an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and 45 minutes, give or take, right? Depending how long each episode is. Now, I don't have the time to sit here and watch a show where, you know, where basically I have to follow the script, you know, on screen rather than actually listening to it, you know, in English. Um, and this is the problem. Like, and this, this is the thing that I find with these, with these subtitled shows that aren't dubbed in English, you know. I mean, if it's a, if it's like a character that comes on screen and speaks another language and it's subtitled and obviously they've got English in there as well, then that's fine. I can, I can follow that. That's fine, right? If it was a show that's just subtitled in English but not dubbed in English whatsoever, so you've just got this foreign language speaking throughout the entire episode, then that's when I come across a bit of an issue because sometimes it is quite hard to keep up with the subtitles. And then when it becomes so hard to keep up with the subtitling, you know, in terms of reading it on screen, you then start to lose, like, your your place in what's actually going on. Um, you know, in terms of what character said what, what's happening on screen as well, because this is the other thing, you know, the subtitles are found at the bottom of the screen. Sometimes your eyes focus on the bottom of the screen to read what the characters are saying in their language. And then obviously there's things going on on screen at the same time, but you're so lost in the in the subtitling that you don't actually know what's going on on screen, and then you start getting lost because you're like, well, how did this happen? What's going on here? You know, how did this begin? How did this start? How did this end? So, yeah, I this is why I do think having stuff that is, I mean, having having international shows from other countries is great, right? Because Netflix do it, Disney Plus is starting to do it, and I think it is great because it's showing that these streaming services are very diverse, and they're also bringing in a much wider audience. And I'm not going to lie, I am one of those wider audiences that is starting to watch more international shows um especially ever since uh squid game yeah i mean i watched squid game last year i mean when that was you know kind of the trend everyone was talking about it um and i really enjoyed it and ever since then i have started to watch more international shows that are dubbed in english or if not uh, dub, you know, if not um, international shows, it's international movies. So, yeah. So, I mean, to be honest, it, I, I think it is really, really good that we are getting this. Um, but it, I, th I do think this is the problem with with, Snow with uh, Snowdrop is it's not dubbed in English. So, like, audio-wise. So, I find it extremely difficult for me to actually um to actually follow it so yeah it is a shame it is a shame because i i would love to watch it but i can't because of the subtitling and i do feel like i would just get lost in it to be quite honest with you um 
But no, I mean, there are a couple of shows, I will admit, there are a couple of shows on Disney Plus that I am watching right now, which weren't even produced in this country or in the US. It was produced in France or in Spain. Um, you know, I mean, I will, I'm, I'm not going to lie, it is really weird because obviously where they're doing the dubbing, obviously, you know, it doesn't, it, you know, if you look at it very, very carefully then you'll notice that the characters aren't, you know, their, their mouths aren't aligned to what's being said in English. That's purely because they're speaking their own own language, you know. And of course, it is a little bit weird watching it. But to be honest with you, I would much prefer having an audio dubbed in English international show than an international show that's only got captioned English subtitles and... I then find it very difficult for me to follow the story or follow the show or movie that I'm watching because my eyes are just so purely focused on the subtitling. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, to be honest, I am really enjoying some of these shows. I mean, I've been watching Weekend Family. I think that's a great show. Um, I think that one was done in France, I believe. Uh, but yeah, Weekend Family was a great show. I mean, I'm loving that show. I'm watching an episode a week, even though all the episodes are available to watch now on Disney+. Plus. Um, but yeah, I'm watching it um, weekly. It's the same with Parallels as well. Uh, I think I'm nearly coming to an end with Parallels, but that's giving me Stranger Things vibes. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really enjoying that one as well. Um, really, really enjoying that one. And then, yeah, like I say, I've been watching uh, The Ignorant Angels. I started that one this week. That one's a great series so far. Um, I'm looking forward to watching another episode next week. I'm just kind of like, you know, drip feeding myself this content to watch. Um, and then, yeah, and then obviously, and by the way, all the episodes of Ignorant Angels is available to stream on Disney Plus now. Um, and the final one was Riot Police, which is Spanish police drama um so yeah and i, I again really look really loving that series i think ignorant angels and riot police both have uh six episodes to go alongside it so yeah so definitely do check those ones out there was actually an ep i mean i'm not gonna lie last week i watched uh tokyo vice right and last week it had subtitling in english when the characters were speaking in Japanese. Now I watched the episode this week on Thursday and for some strange reason it didn't have any subtitling when the characters were speaking in Japanese so I found it really really difficult to follow the story this week so I'm kind of hoping that if I do end up watching another episode next week I can follow the story a bit better and I'm hoping that the uh, subtitling will be in that episode. But for some strange reason, this week the episode didn't have any subtitling in it. There was actually a scene where these two characters, this man and the woman, were speaking in Japanese. And I had no understanding what they were saying because there was no English subtitling whatsoever. So, and I don't know anything in Japanese whatsoever. Um, so, yeah. So, I did find it really hard this week to kind of follow the story. Um, in all honesty, I did find it very hard uh, to follow the story. Um, anyway, Scrap Tales. 
That's another thing I've been watching this week. Scrap Tales. Now, this is the last project Blue Sky Studios did before Disney closed um, the studio down uh, back in 2021. So roughly around about a year ago now. Um, and can I just say that I absolutely loved those shorts. There's six shorts. I watched all of them all in one go. Um, because they were just really, really short. Um, I must admit, there was some stories in there that I thought were really, really heartwarming. And really funny as well. And this is the thing, is I've grown up watching Ice Age... I absolutely love Scrat. I think he's a fantastic character in the Ice Age franchise. He definitely brings a lot of comedy um, to the the franchise. Um, yeah. And you know what? To be honest, there was part of me that was quite sad when it came... To, when, when the final episode... When I watched that final episode. Because I was like, that's it. You know, that is the last time that we will ever see Scrat ever again. Um, because, well, he's not a property owned by Disney anymore. Um, because obviously they had some sort of copyright dispute with the, uh, with an artist, um, that came up with the character Scrap. So therefore, and, and they won the case. So yeah, so Scrap doesn't actually, isn't actually owned by Disney anymore. Um, but also as well, that's the last project we'll ever see by Blue Sky Studios because Blue Sky Studios is gone. Um, now there was a movie that they were, fun fact here, 70% completed when Disney closed the studio down. And that movie was in the form of Nimona. Now, it was 70% completed. Disney decided not to complete the other 30% of the movie. They just decided to can it completely. However, here's a plot twist. This week, Nimona has been announced that it will be coming to Netflix uh, next year in 2023. Because Netflix have decided to pick up Nimona. Um, and to basically complete the other 30% of the movie that was yet to be completed by Blue Sky Studios. So I think that's really, really good. At least we're finally going to get to see this movie. Um, even though it's going to be coming out next year. But I think it's going to be really, really good. Um, so yeah, so really look forward to that. Uh, also announced this week was Man vs. B. Now this is something I'm really looking forward to. Okay, Because instantly when I saw the poster to this this week, this gave me Mr. Bean vibes straight away. Now, Man vs. B is about a man who is in direct competition with a bee. It's pretty simple, to be quite honest with you. And it does star, funnily enough, it does star Mr. Bean actor Rowan Atkinson. So, now this series is going to be landing on Netflix uh, on the 24th of June. So, I'm really looking forward to watching this series when it does drop. Because it's Rowan Atkinson... This sounds like it's just going to be like Mr. Bean, but in another format, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, Man vs. B is going to be arriving on Netflix on the 24th of June. Um, also this week, the Stranger Things uh, Season 4 trailer dropped. Uh, of course, 
uh, as mentioned before, the uh, first, because obviously it's coming in two parts. So the first part of season four is going to be dropping on May 27th on Netflix globally. And then the second part of season four of Stranger Things is going to be dropping on Netflix globally on the 1st of July. So uh, we've only got a few weeks wait for that second half to drop. So we haven't got a long wait after the 27th of May for the second half to drop. However, the uh, directors, the Duffer Brothers, have come out and spoken about the series. They have said that each episode is going to be lasting roughly around about an hour long or just over an hour. So it is going to be quite a lengthy season uh, if you are planning to binge watch uh, the entire season once it's all dropped at once. Uh, it is going to be quite a lengthy uh, season to get your... Uh, claws into however though what I can say is that the trailer did drop this week and my god it does look really really good for somebody that binged all three seasons of Stranger Things last year during lockdown I mean I I can't wait to watch uh, season four when that drops um, later later this year because yeah it does look Really, really good. And the villain in it looks absolutely horrifying. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, hopefully, that that's going to be really, really good. Uh, of course. Um, yeah. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I can't wait to see more great, fantastic acting from the young actress in the form of Sadie Sink. Um, yeah. So, there we are. Um... Is there anything else that I needed to mention about this week? Oh, yes. American Horror Story. Yes, that's the one. American Horror Story. That's the other thing I needed to mention about this week. Um, so recently, American Horror Story seasons one to eight um, came off Netflix here in the UK. It also left Netflix in other regions as well around the world. Um purely because of the fact that it's an FX-branded show, and FX is, if you don't know, owned by Disney. So, obviously, the show, if it's in the if it's in the US, the chances are American Horror Story is going to go to Hulu, and internationally, it's going to go to Disney+. Now, I can already tell you that seasons 9 and 10 of American Horror Story is already available uh, to watch, on Disney Plus internationally. However, um, seasons one to eight are currently streaming absolutely nowhere since it left Netflix uh, last month. Now, I can confirm that on April 27th here in the UK, seasons one to eight of American Horror Story are going to be joining the lineup um, of American Horror Story on Disney Plus, which means that every season of American Horror Story from seasons one to ten are going to be available to stream on Disney Plus here in the UK from the 27th of April. So that's literally two weeks. Uh, in a, yeah, two weeks from today. So in two weeks' time, you'll be able to stream seasons one to ten of American Horror Story. So, yeah, that got announced this week. Um, so I'm looking forward 
to uh, going back and watching those at some point. So, and I'm sure that later this year we'll get season 11 when season 11 drops. Because um, I do believe they have got 13 seasons of this show. The only issue I've got with American Horror Story is that... Because obviously they've already confirmed a season 2 of American Horror Stories, which is the spin-off. But, I mean, I feel like with American Horror Story, and also with American Horror Stories as well, is that they should be released around about the same time as it airs in America. You know, this is the only issue that I've got with this show. Because I, I do follow the American Horror Story social media channel. And obviously, when new episodes air in America, they do talk about it. But obviously, here in the UK, we're not treated... Like, like the last season, for example, the last season of American Horror Story didn't drop on Disney Plus here in the UK until October. And that was weekly episodes as well. So, yeah. And I'm I'm just like, well, you guys in America got this show way back in August. And we're having to wait until October to get American Horror Story over here in the UK. And that's just the new season. So... I kind of hope that a little bit later on in the year, they kind of do something with their release schedule a little bit. And just, I don't know, just do just do something. You know, like, just align it. So that maybe, like The Walking Dead. I mean, the, they do it with The Walking Dead. You know, in the US, they get a brand new episode of The Walking Dead on a Sunday night. On Monday morning, here in the UK, the brand... the Literally, the episode that aired in America overnight is here in the UK, available to stream on Disney+. And I kind of hope that they, they should really do that with other other shows like American Horror Story. Because that way, it does it just prevents spoilers from, from being released. Um, especially when you're somebody like me who follows that show's social media channel on places like Twitter and and yeah and obviously they're talking about the show however I can't join in and talk about the show myself because I haven't got access to the episode and I and I don't have access to the episode for another couple more months so it is quite tricky for me to kind of follow the you know yeah to kind of follow it really uh, speaking of Twitter, by the way, this is the final news story that I'm going to talk about this week um, before I talk about some movies I've watched. But speaking of Twitter, it's not up for sale, right? But a couple of weeks ago, it was revealed that Elon Musk, the owner of Tesla, has got a 10% share stake in Twitter. Now, not long after that, was it announced that Twitter was going to end up getting an edit button and that they're in the process of testing it. Now, this is something that apparently Twitter have been trialling for the last year. Um, so I'm sure that we it won't be long before we will be getting that edit button on Twitter. Um, now, 
this has kind of been a bit of a mixed reaction this past week because some people are going great that means now I won't ever have to do any more spelling mistakes or I won't have to delete and retweet my tweet again you know um, and correct the spelling mistakes other people are like well this isn't right this means that people can see your edit history this grants people access to editing your tweets I don't think it will you know I don't think like literally I don't think I could go onto Twitter right now and access a tweet by let's say discussing uh, discussing film and completely edit the tweet so it is irrelevant to what the topic was actually about I think when they talk about an edit button I think they're talking about an edit button for you as a user so that you can go in and edit your tweet that you're writing publicly so that, yeah, if you do make spelling mistakes and you do want to go in and correct the spelling mistake, well, you have the access to do that now. I mean, that's just like Facebook. You know, you can go into Facebook and you can write out a Facebook status and there might be a spelling mistake in there. You might notice it as soon as you post that Facebook status that you've made a spelling error. So you go in, you edit the post, you redo the spelling er error so that the spelling error is gone. And then after that, you, you repost it and it's there for the public to read. And it's the same with a comment as well. A comment that you make on Facebook, you might make a spelling error or a spelling mistake or you might do a typo, whatever, you know. And then it, it then gets posted publicly on that page. However, though, you can go in and you can edit that that comment. And maybe that is what Twitter might be doing. They might be rolling it out slowly so that at first you only have access to um, correcting your errors on a public tweet that you're about to do publicly. But they might roll it out to you know, where you can basically edit a comment on a tweet at a later date. So, yeah, so, yeah, there we are. But what I can also say as well on this subject of Twitter is that Elon Musk, as I said, has got a 10% share stake in Twitter. It was revealed in the last 24 hours that he wants to buy and take over control 100% of Twitter and this, this is how much he wants to buy Twitter for. $43 billion. So, yeah. And apparently it's a lot more money than what the share price was when he first brought his 10% share stake in Twitter. So, now, I don't know if Twitter are going to actually be interested in his money or whether or not they decline his money. I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, a lot of people, again, this is getting mixed reactions on social media. A lot of people are saying that this is just going to become a platform for freedom of speech, which I do feel like Twitter is already a platform for freedom of speech. I mean, you might get the odd hate here and there, you know. I mean, to be honest, I've... I've said things on Twitter before and I've had hate, you know. I don't reply to the hate, 
because I just think, okay, well, that's just genuinely your views, your opinions, that's fine. You know, it's like me. I give my views and opinions on certain things on Twitter, and I don't care if it gets me hate, you know, if people start commenting on the things that I talk about and they say that I'm wrong. I mean, I don't think I'm wrong, you know, because at the end of the day, that's just my thoughts. That's just my opinions. And I just like to think that Twitter is, in my in my view anyway, Twitter is a safe space for your opinions. You know, your opinions do matter. I mean, there might be people out there that are going to be like, well, you know, we'll bring in the cancel culture and we'll cancel you for saying this or that. But it's just genuinely my thoughts and opinions, you know. And if you don't like it, then sure, you can leave a comment on my tweet. Sure, you can tell me that I'm wrong. However, I'm not going to respond. I'm just going to be like, okay, well, that's just your views. Fair enough. You know, and I just leave it at that. I'm not on Twitter to start an argument. I'm not on Twitter to start a war or anything like that. So I just like to leave my thoughts and opinions on certain things. You know, there are times during the pandemic for the last couple of years where I've been holding the government to account to some of the things that they have done wrong in terms of handling with this pandemic and the coronavirus and the lockdowns and stuff like that. You know, some people, I mean, this past week, some people, I mean, I've, I mean, Boris Johnson has not ruled out that we may or may not ever go back into lockdown again. You know, he did say that at the end of the day, we do have to leave all of our cards on the table for that subject. So that's him basically saying that he can neither confirm nor deny that the UK at some point could end up back into lockdown. Now, I'll be honest, I did say on Twitter that, you know, if the UK was ever placed back in lockdown again, I certainly wouldn't be obeying the rules. Someone did comment asking why. I'll be quite honest with you, and I'll, I'll, I'll quite frankly answer that question here on this very podcast, for that matter. You know, the reason why I wouldn't obey the rules is because, well, I've been through, what, three, four lockdowns, you know, since the start of the pandemic. I followed all the rules, you know. I didn't meet up with any of my friends. When I was told to stay at home, I stayed at home. You know, I spent a lot of my time up here in my room watching shows on Netflix or or on Disney Plus or watching movies or whatever. Yeah, I spent a lot of my time doing that during the pandemic. And I wasn't able to go out and see any of my friends. I wasn't allowed to go and see any of my family members neither that I would normally have seen before the pandemic. You know, so, yeah, and that's why now, you know, after coming out of lockdown, after all these restrictions easing and stuff like that, now I'm just in that sort of mindset now of all the restrictions of ease. Everyone is treating life like it's gone back to normal, you know, and eventually we do have to get back to some normality, I know. Um, and, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I do. I do have that mindset of, well, we do need to get back to normal at some point. You know, admittedly, there is still a virus out there. 
but then there's there is other viruses too um but you still have to take precaution and i still do i still do take precaution in terms of the pandemic because we are still in it like for example if i'm at work and the shop isn't so busy at work then i don't wear a mask if it got extremely busy however then yeah of course i would wear a mask you know it's the same with the bus if the bus wasn't extremely busy no matter if i was coming home from work or if i was going into town or whatever you know then i wouldn't wear a mask however though because i'm sitting around people or people are around me i would open windows and that way obviously then that way it keeps the bus ventilated fresh airs constantly coming through onto the bus stuff like that and yeah so there's that but if the bus got extremely busy like it probably would do in august during the bank holiday weekend because obviously i live by the beach and obviously a lot of people in the summer go to the beach if i was on a very crowded bus like that then i would definitely put a mask on especially when you get to the train station because a lot of people are waiting for the bus at the train station and the thing is is they're coming they're not just from they're not just locally you know they've literally maybe just got off the train they've come from somewhere far maybe somewhere i don't know like winchester or reading or something like that somewhere local in the south you know some some other part of the south south area of the uk you know so and yeah and they they might have they might have um yeah they might be um they might have covid so and they just don't know about it just yet you know so yeah i mean to be honest that's probably when i would definitely wear a mask uh on the bus but i mean yeah i mean there is i mean you do have to kind of take precautions but at the same time life does in somewhat have to go back to some normality eventually um but yeah i mean other than that though i mean i'm yeah i mean i mean at the end of the day i have been um one second i have been i have been um obviously um having the vaccines and stuff you know um there is talk of there being a spring booster jab which i'm still yet to receive haven't really heard much on the spring booster jab i do know somebody who got their uh spring booster jab today uh they do admittedly live up north um and their mum got their um got her she got her booster spring booster jab a couple of days ago as well um but yeah sorry i just had to take a sip of my drink um yeah so i i really do hope that maybe we will get the spring booster jab but i mean we'll just wait and see to be honest but I mean, definitely. I think that I think the I think the jabs are going to be more effective definitely in the winter because obviously, I think it is more effective in the winter than it would be during the summer because obviously, from what I know from COVID is that uh, you know after going through the last couple of years of having you know being in this pandemic, you kind of learn a few things. I've noticed that in the summer the cases are more lower than they are in the winter. And it's sort of the same thing as it is with like the flu and stuff like that. You don't get many flu cases in the summer 
because the weather is a lot warmer. However, in the winter, well, you get a lot of flu cases because the weather's a lot colder. Temperatures do tend to change as well from time to time. So, yeah. So, of course, you're going to get more flu cases in the winter. And I think that's the same with uh, with COVID as well. But, you know, I mean, going back to Twitter, though, and what I was saying, you know, is that I do hold, I mean, I have many, 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 many times held the government to account to this. And after going through these lockdowns and after holding the government to account on Twitter for everything that they've done wrong, including having these parties. I mean, literally, my, I mean, I blew up on Twitter last year at Christmas when all these parties were being revealed, you know, like party after party after party was just being revealed. I mean, I was just... Boy, was I on one. I was having a proper field day with the government on Twitter. Um, to the point where I actually did think to myself, you know what, at some point, one of these tweets could actually land me in some in some serious hot water. Um, I mean, it hasn't. So, yeah, and I really hope it never does. But, you know, I do think to myself, you know, me tagging Boris Johnson in these tweets, you know, I'm sure his PR are going to have a massive field day reading these angry tweets and me being one of them, um, you know, and me me saying some, let's just say, not so family friendly stuff uh, on Twitter to him as well. Um, yeah, there we are. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, to be honest, yeah, I mean, those tweets last Christmas, they could have landed me in maybe some serious hot water, but they never did. Um, and I'm so thankful they never did. So there we are. But then again, though, I don't think the government could really blame me for backlashing at the um, at the government, you know, because, well, it's the government at the end of the day. And they did wrong uh, by having these parties. But again, that is another reason why I would not I would never, ever, ever, ever obey another lockdown again and to be quite honest with you i think the majority of the uk wouldn't obey another lockdown purely because of the fact that these parties have come out and actually speaking of the parties this past week uh boris johnson and rishi sunak along with carrie johnson which is boris johnson's wife uh got fined um for going for attending a surprise birthday party for boris now what's funny about it is the fact that boris johnson wasn't aware of this party until he actually attended it because it was for his own birthday party and it was a surprise. But the funny thing is, is the fact that Rishi Sunak attended that and also as well, Carrie Johnson organised it and yet we was in lockdown, you know? So, but yeah, I mean, I do feel like Boris Johnson, I mean, they all three of them did apologise for doing the party and stuff like that and they have revealed that they have paid that paid their fines and stuff like that but the other funny thing about this is that Boris Johnson really didn't help after he'd done his apology because he started digging himself a bit of a hole um yeah by saying about it not being you know about him not knowing whether it was a party or not um I think he said something along those lines anyway but yeah he was just digging himself a bit of a deeper hole, I felt like, just after he apologised for attending it. So, but, 
there we go. What's been done has been done. I mean, there might be some more fines on the way for the Prime Minister. Um, but yeah, there we are. Um, mm. Movies. So sorry, I just had to take another sip of my drink. Um, movies. Movies, movies, movies. By the way, this past week, um, I did end up getting some movies on Prime Video, which I've now brought. Um, also as well, can I just, it's just worth me noting that all the James Bond movies, aside from two of the James Bond movies, which I'm not sure which ones they are, but all the James Bond movies, aside from two classic ones, because I don't think MGM done those movies, are all available to watch on Prime Video, including last year's No Time to Die movie. They're all available to watch as part of your Prime subscription from today. Okay, uh, just thought I'd throw that one out there. Um, but this past week, though, I have brought some movies on Amazon Prime Video. Um, so the most recent ones I have brought is Last Night in Soho, Halloween Kills. I brought Scream 1 to 5, Malignant, The Unholy, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man No Way Home. I've also brought Men in Black International, which now means that I do own all the Men in Black movies on Prime Video. I also got, now these are a couple of my childhood favourites, right, that I brought. Because I remember, I do remember watching this one on repeat growing up. And I thought, you know what, right, it's always good to go back and watch your childhood favourite movies. And I thought, you know what, it's been years and years and years and years since I last watched this um, movie. It's a Scooby-Doo. It's a Scooby-Doo special, cartoon special. It's called Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Now, I remember watching this one many, many, many years ago. It got released way back in 1998. So, and I remember growing up, I remember having this on video, actually. And, yeah, I thought, you know what? Let me get a digital copy of it on Prime Video. It was very, very cheap as well. It was, I think it was like $2.99, $3.99, something like that. And obviously then I came across the sequel to it, which is Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island, which came out back in 2019, which I've never seen. So I thought, you know what, I'll buy the two together. Um, I also got Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase, Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers as well, because again, those ones are some of my childhood favourite Scooby-Doo cartoons that I grew up watching. And, yeah, I, you know what? I do think from time to time, it is always good to go back and revisit stuff that you used to watch as a child. Um, like, you know, there's a couple of TV shows that I used to watch as a child growing up, like Keenan and Kel and Drake and Josh. And I remember um, buying Keenan and Kel way back in 2018, on Prime Video. And it's a show that I do from time to time go back and watch. Because I'm just like, you know, this has just got childhood vibes written all over it. So, yeah, so I've been, so I've been watching that. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch these 
at some point. So I, the weird, really weird thing is, right, is that I brought these movies, but I haven't actually sat down and watched any of them just yet, or gone back and watched them because I have already seen them, but I've decided to buy them because, well, you know, it's always something good for me to watch. Um, I also brought Freaky as well. I also brought the movie Old Greta as well. Now these are now these movies that I'm listing off here are just some horror movies which I've really enjoyed watching over the last couple of years. And I thought to myself, you know what, I should really get this on Prime Video. So yeah, so I've got Freaky, I got Old Greta. Oh, I didn't get Old, Old, you know. I got the movie Old. Um, so yeah, so I got that. I also got Greta as well. It's a very good psychological thriller movie. I really do enjoy that one. Um, Fantasy Island, which is by Blumhouse. Uh, the Hunt, Happy Death Day to You, Us, Ma. And I also brought Sonic the Hedgehog as well. Now, the reason why I brought Sonic the Hedgehog is because, well, not only do I love Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, but um, when Sonic 2 comes out to buy and keep, I'm going to I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. So, you know, this is what I love about um, about Prime Video is that I can buy these movies. It's like it's almost like as if. You know, that's almost like as if me going out to HMV or something like that to buy these movies. But the only difference is, is I'm buying it online. And obviously, it's there in the cloud. I guess you could say it's there in the cloud, on the internet, in the cloud. So obviously, you know, I can get as many movies as I want on my Prime Video account. There's no limit, you know. So, and obviously this is on top of the movies that I already get as part of my Prime subscription. And then, you know, at some point, if I wanted to watch a movie offline, then I can always go in, download a movie to watch offline. But obviously that's there, that's then when it then takes up my storage on my tablet or my phone or whatever device I'm wanting to watch the movie on, you know. Because I'm downloading it to view on offline and it's taking up my storage on my tablet or my phone. But, yeah, there there is some movies there. There is some really, really big, big movies that I have recently purchased on Amazon Prime Video. And I don't think it is going to end there. I really don't think it is. There are some more movies that I have got lined up, which I do want to get. But obviously, I'm going to get it at a, at a later date because obviously, you know, I don't want I don't want to go overboard and start spending a lot of money on Prime Video. No way. But there is some movies on here that I still do want to buy um, to keep. So, and I am I am just actively looking just to make sure, just to see if maybe they have gone down in price. But I mean, like, there's movies like uh, Candyman, which came out last year. Oh. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, the movie Candyman... I've just found this out. So, I've just selected Candyman. So, I won't be buying that movie anytime soon. Because the 2021 Candyman movie is actually coming to Amazon Prime Video as part of your subscription in two weeks from today. 
So, okay. Okay. I I will give that uh, movie a watch. Um, yeah, I'll give that movie a watch. Um, yeah. Oh, there's a, oh, okay, there's a movie called Nobody, which I really do want to watch again. It was really good. I loved it. It's five night. You know what? I'm going to, yeah, let's buy that one. I'm going to buy that one just because it's five ninety nine. The other day, I think it was eight ninety nine. So I think it's on sale. There we are. Right, I bought it. I purchased that movie. There we are. But yeah, other than that, though, that's the only movie that I'm actually going to purchase because... It, yeah, it was there. It was on. It was on sale. So there we are. What's Venom? Let there be carnage. Like now, you can buy Venom. Let there be carnage for nine ninety nine. Um, some of the actually some of these have gone down because Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City that was eleven ninety nine. That's now gone down to nine ninety nine. So some of these movies are either on offer or yeah. Um, yeah, some of these movies are on offer, or they are, um, yeah, there we are. Um, so yeah, so there we go. That's, that's that one. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, there we are. Um, anyway, well, that's interesting. Uh, so yeah, so there we are. So I've just, so I've literally just purchased the movie Nobody, because it was five ninety nine on Prime Video. So there we are. Um, had I brought it, actually, should I see how much it would have been on DVD? Had I brought it on DVD? Let me have a look. I'm going to look on Amazon, okay? Because this is the thing. Sometimes it is cheaper. Sometimes it's cheaper to buy um, movies digitally than it is to buy on DVD. So if I search now for nobody, okay, uh, nobody DVD, right? It's the movie that came out last year. Here it is. Uh, now, that's going to be the digital version. I want the DVD. Um, no? No DVD? Oh, because this is on Prime Video. That's why. Uh, let's have a look. What, what would it be under? Oh, I could just search all. Uh, oh, here it is. DVD and Blu-ray. Here we are. Yeah. It's because it came up under DVD. Uh, okay. So, oh, okay. Well, that's just shown me up a little bit there. So to buy the DVD is for to be honest it was 6.99 okay but to buy the DVD it's actually 4.99 now I'm going to level with you guys the 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 copy of nobody that I've just brought from Prime Video is actually in 4K ultra high definition okay now the 4K ultra high definition um version of the movie which means i can watch it on a 4k device like my tv or my maybe even my imac as well because i mean my imac's in 4k um so yeah but i mean if it was on my tablet then i'd, I'd still be able to watch it but it would come up in high definition um and it'll be the same with my phone it'll come up in high definition rather than uh, 4k because obviously my phone and my tablet they don't support 4k they support high definition so obviously it it basically yeah it'd go like that but if i was to buy it if i was to buy a copy of it either on blu-ray it would be 7.99 if i was to buy a copy of it in 4k it's 20 quid 
So to be honest with you, the fact that I've just brought that movie, Nobody, for um, in 4K ultra high definition for 5.99 on Prime Video, it's not actually bad. To be honest, that is a mega saving when you do think about it. So the DVD is, admittedly, the DVD is one pound cheaper. Not going to lie, but yeah, I mean. For that extra quid to have it in 4K ultra high definition, that's that's not bad to be honest. If I went into so, so let's have a look, um, I really cannot wait for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, um, to come out on digital. I really cannot. Let's have a look at another movie that I've recently purchased. Um, let's say oh, I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's let's oh, what's happened here? Uh, okay, there we go. Right, let's let's do this one. Let's do Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, right? Let's do that one. I bet you they probably don't even have it on DVD anymore. Uh, because it's that old. Oh, no, okay. No, no, they do. It's two ninety nine. is two ninety nine. And to be honest with you, I spent the same amount on that movie on Prime Video. So, yeah. Um, the really funny thing is, actually, I've just... <laughs> Oh my god. I've just come across Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island VHS. <laughs> Who even has a VHS anymore? Oh man. Uh there's there's there are people out there that do still have videotapes. There are. And they are the OGs. They are the OGs. Um but yeah. I mean we've come a long way since videotapes. I mean I do remember growing up with video you know what, this is the thing. I used to the funny thing is with videotapes is that many years ago, and I do remember this growing up as a child, is I used to put a videotape in and obviously it'd, it'd be at the very end of a, of a movie or something. So either me or my parents or something, they'd, they'd have to rewind the movie all the way back to the beginning. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, we have, I mean, honestly, we have come a long way since videotapes. I mean, we have gone from DVD to Blu-ray, and now here we are. We're able to purchase a movie on the internet and watch it through the internet or even download it to watch offline um, on our tablets and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, to be quite honest with you, I don't buy DVDs anymore. I mean, if there if there is a movie now that I will want because I loved watching it at the cinema, then I will purchase it probably on Prime Video to buy and keep. You know, and I can kind of see why, I can kind of see why they've done it, because the thing is with DVDs, is it does take up a lot of space. It really does. It takes up a lot of space. And then, you know, I think I was actually going to get to a point, because I've, I've got so many DVDs in my drawer now, but I've got to the point now where... If I was to buy any more DVDs, I'd have nowhere to stick them. So I'm kind of glad that we're in this we're in this sort of generation now where we can actually buy movies to to keep on the internet where it's in the cloud, you know? It it is it, it is there in the cloud and I can watch it whenever I want as long as I've got an internet connection or if I'm going away somewhere and I want to watch a movie, I could just download one from Prime Video. I mean, I can even download one from Netflix or 
or Disney Plus if I wanted to. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah. So that, yeah. there we go. Anyway, is it speaking of movies? Actually, is there any movies that I've been watching this past week which I really wanted to talk about? I haven't been to the cinema this week. Um, and I don't think I'm going to go to the cinema now until probably the next week or so. I've got 32 updates, apparently, um, on my Play Store. Apparently, that oh, you know what? Let's update all of them. Can I update them all? Are they all updating? Yeah. So I've got Android System Intelligence, which I think is... I don't know. But apparently, yeah, all these are getting updates. What else is getting updates? Snapchat is. Spotify is. Uh, TikTok is. Trainline is. Uh, Twitter. YouTube. YouTube Studio. Um, yeah. Netflix. Messenger. All those apps are getting updated. So, I really hope and pray, to be honest... For some strange reason, my notification sound has just disappeared on my phone. Now, hold on one second. My phone, I mean, admittedly, my phone, like even uh, like this morning, uh, to be honest, I did have my phone on vibrate this morning, but I didn't have my phone on vibrate um, recently. For some strange reason, whenever I've got a Snapchat or whenever I've got a Facebook message, my phone has just vibrated and not made a sound. And that's even with my sound on. Like, my phone's not been on vibrate or anything like that. It's just been on on loud, you know. So, it's kind of weird. Also, as well, my phone did have an update this week. So, I don't know. Maybe, did they get rid of the notification sounds during the update? Because, I mean, that's quite an important feature to have on your phone. Like, even even WhatsApp. Like, you know, when people message me on WhatsApp, I don't even get, like, the notification sound. Like, it comes up on my phone to say that someone's WhatsApped me, but it doesn't come up with the sound. So I'm just like, oh, okay, well. I mean, it's weird, though, because, like, you know, if I get a phone call come through, that, that rings fine. If I get my alarm, when my alarm goes off, that's fine. That goes off normally. I just find it really weird that my notifications for some apps like WhatsApp, Snapchat, Messenger and stuff like that has just disappeared. So, yeah, I find that really, really weird. Anyway, um, yeah, what was I, I was going to see if I've watched any movies this past week. Um, and I will talk about them if I have. Because if I have, then, I, well, yeah, I could talk about them. Um, Choose or Die, brand new horror movie, available to watch now on Netflix, by the way, uh, starring Sex Education's uh, Asa Butterfield. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to give that one a watch. Um, b -b 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 let's have a look. Okay, so I have watched a couple of movies. I've watched Captain Nova this past week. Um, now, I did give my thoughts on these. So, let me... Uh, it's so weird, this this thing so let me give my thoughts on captain nova i've watched one two three four four okay i watched five movies this past week okay so 
in my opinion on this movie, Captain Nova, which, by the way, is available to watch on Netflix right now. It's an international made movie. It's got, like I said, like I was saying earlier about the whole dubbing thing. You know, it's one of those movies that is made for a specific region around the world, but has been dubbed in English. Um, so this was my opinion on this movie. OK, this was Captain Nova, a Netflix original on Netflix. Um, so for me, I felt like that this movie was a very bland drama movie. It was quite short in length, uh, a Netflix original movie. I feel like it was one of those uh, movies where it's all a bit mysterious. It could have been a TV drama series. Like, it could have gotten away with being a TV drama series. And I wouldn't have been any of the wiser. I think taken away from this movie, there was only uh, really one funny scene uh where the characters use a gun which slows the guards down so like the guards end up becoming all like in slow motion i thought that scene was quite funny and really well done to be honest um but that was uh that was the funniest scene in it but this is also a story about time travel as well but the good thing about this story is that it's not too confusing to watch on screen because i do find sometimes with a lot of time travel stuff is it can get quite complex and quite confusing uh to watch at times but this one kind of felt like as if it was being like it, it was playing it safe and yeah it was just you know keeping it really simple i also watched tall girl 2 as well which got released earlier this year on netflix um but i literally just got round to watching it uh this past week so, can I just add that I've never seen Tall Girl up until this week. Now, Tall Girl got released way back in, I think, 2019. Um, so, I mean, I weren't going to go into the sequel without watching the first one first. So, I watched the very first one. I thought it was a really, really great story, to be honest. Um, and actually, I do talk about it here. So, after seeing the first movie over on netflix i loved the first one and decided to watch the sequel and i'm not sure which one uh, was better because they both tell really beautiful stories so the first one is about the main character called jody a six foot one young woman trying to accept herself for being the height that she is and dealing with it through her school life while the second one is about her being more confident in herself on the stage when she stars in a musical and along the way there are bumps in the road for her relationship that begins at the end of the first movie. The relationship begins at the end of the first movie but the bumps in that relationship we start to see uh, in the sequel. So I really loved this movie. Uh, not sure whether there could be a third movie or not. But if there isn't, I loved the way how it wrapped up in the end. And Ava Michelle, who plays Jodie in the movie, played the character really well and phenomenally too. This must have been a movie that was quite personal from the heart, uh, personally from the heart, especially given that she herself is a tall woman and she may have had similar experiences growing up in high school. Uh, the movie is available to watch on Netflix as a Netflix original. I mean yeah. I mean to be quite honest with you. She, I mean you know. She played the character of Jodie. A six foot one woman. 
um, you know, who was a teenager. And yeah, I mean, you know, you search up the um, the actress, uh, who was it, Ava Michelle, and yeah, and, you know, she is. She she's a six foot one. She's she's basically nearly the same height as me, and I'm you know I'm I'm quite a tall guy to be quite honest with you. So um, yeah, and it you know it's not really often that you do find a lot of women who are quite tall. You know, you do quite uh, you do tend to find women that are around about sort of an average height or maybe a bit shorter. So, you know, so yeah, so to be honest, to find a woman that's around about six foot is quite, you know, is, is, is quite, I don't know, I don't know how you'd put it, you know, quite odd in some places without, you know, being heightist, I guess you could say, without being heightist at all. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I say, I mean, she, she is an actress. Um, she is also a model as well. Um, I did find that out, and I think she is also a singer. So there we are. Um, but yeah, so I really did enjoy them. Uh, that movie though, both of the movies I thought were really, really great. And I thought they told the stories that they were meant to tell. I thought they were. I thought they were really, really well done. Um, so yeah, my hats uh, definitely does go off to Ava Michelle who played Jodie in that uh, movie. Well, in both movies for that matter. Um, now, sex appeal. <laughs> sex appeal oh my god now this movie uh this movie got released on hulu in the united states earlier this year it came to disney plus uh last week i believe it was here in the uk uh i i'm, I'm not gonna lie right i was really looking forward to this movie i thought okay this movie might have potential it it didn't to be honest, after the first five minutes, I wanted to turn the movie off, to be quite honest with you. But I thought, you know what? Let me keep on watching it. Let me see if it gets any better. And it really, really doesn't. It really doesn't. Uh, it's a coming-of-age movie, okay? Um, uh, but let me, let, me, let me put it this way, okay? So this movie is a really bad movie, in my honest opinion. It's about a young girl... He wants to know what sex is like in terms of the experience and stuff like that. She gets information from some of her school friends about what sex is like, who have already had sex. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and is trying to understand what sex is like. This is a really bad movie, and I did think this from the moment it started when it was doing the whole rewind thing at the beginning of the movie. The movie stars Paris Jackson and is available to watch on Hulu in the United States and on Disney Plus in the UK. Definitely wouldn't recommend this movie. And despite this being known as a coming-of-age comedy movie, yes, it was a coming-of-age movie. And it does strongly feel like that. But there isn't really much comedy to it. And, you know, it even... I mean, I don't even know. Like, you know, obviously they're there doing the whole sex scenes and stuff like that but obviously they're not actually doing sex scenes like you know like you would find in a sort of like let's say like in 50 shades of gray or something like that i mean that might be a bad example to use but um yeah that i mean to be honest they're kind of doing something that kind of reenacts like as if something like you know like they're being pleasured for example um like for example the the girl i don't even know the girl's name in the in the movie i didn't really pay that much this is how bad the movie was didn't really pay much attention to the movie because it was just that bad but the main 
antagonist of the movie, right? Obviously, she was showing signs of her being pleasured by being in a, in a swimming pool or something like that. It was just, it was just no, you know, it was just so bad. Um, it really, really was bad. I mean, it was just really badly done, to be quite honest with you. Um, and I definitely wouldn't be checking out that movie ever again. Um, so there we are. That's my thoughts on Sex Appeal. If you do want to watch it, go ahead, give it a watch on Disney Plus in the UK or on Hulu in the United States. But I can, I can vouch, okay? I can vouch now you're going to be majorly disappointed if you watch that movie. Uh, the next movie, which I have been wanting to watch for a little while, is Uma. Uma, Uma, Uma. Uh, so this movie uh, stars Sandra Oh. It's a drama-horror movie. Um, but this one was such a fantastic movie. I really enjoyed this one. And I must say that Sam Raimi... Yes, that's right, guys. Sam Raimi had a role in this. Uh, Sam Raimi did executively produce this movie... But there was some shots in here that I recognised from previous uh, Raimi movies. So I wonder if he did have some say on some of the shots in the movie. Really great movie with horror vibes throughout the movie. The storytelling was perfect. And Sandra Oh did a phenomenal job playing the main character of the film as well. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, hands down, really did enjoy this. Again, like I said, Sam Raimi had... You know, he had some um, involvement, shall we say, in this in this movie. Um, this sets me up really nicely for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness coming out in a couple of weeks' time. Because obviously, you know, there is a lot of shots from the trailer alone that you can just point out and go, Yep, yeah, that's Sam Raimi. Um, you know, so yeah, so... I mean, to be quite honest with you, before I do go and see Dot Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I might even check these movies out on Sunday this weekend because I'm I'm not working on Sunday this weekend because of the UK trading laws and we're not allowed to trade on Easter Sunday. So, yeah, I'm not working Easter Sunday. So, I might go back and watch the original Evil Dead movies, which were done by Sam Raimi. Um, so yeah, I might give those a watch on Easter Sunday. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to watching those. Um, but yeah, that does, this, this movie kind of sets me up a little bit as to what to expect from Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness when I do go and see that, um, in May. Uh, the next movie that I did, uh, the, well, the final movie of the week that I have seen is As They Made Us. Now, this movie was written and produced by Mayim... Uh, Bialik, I think that's how you pronounce her name. I do apologise if that is not how you pronounce her name. Uh, but she's really well known for playing a uh, Amy Farrah Fowler in the comedy series The Big Bang Theory. Uh, she also stars as the character called Cat in uh, a US sitcom called Call Me Cat. Um, but yeah, now she's gone on to write and direct, uh, write and produce, sorry, this movie. Uh, called As They Made Us. Now, this movie also does star somebody else uh, that she co-starred alongside in The Big Bang Theory in the form of Simon Helberg, who played Howard Wolowitz in The Big Bang Theory. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie, I'm going to be honest for you here, this movie wasn't for me 
I did find it to be too bland in places. However, what I can say about this movie is it does tell such a really beautiful story. I'm not going to lie, it does. Um, and Simon Helberg does a phenomenally uh, does a phenomenal job in this. This is the first project that I have seen him in since The Big Bang Theory, and it does truly show that he can play a serious role in a drama movie. Now, to be honest with you, I did give my thoughts on this on Twitter earlier this week as well. And I'm really hoping and praying it's not going to take me a long time for me to uh, go back and find where this tweet was. Um, oh, here it is here. Uh, somebody gave me a recommendation this week. Um, now, Simon Helberg starred in a movie called Florence Foster Jenkins, which got released back in 2016. Now, this person said, go watch Simon Helberg in Florence Foster Jenkins 2016. You won't regret it. Now, you know what? As a matter of fact, what I'm going to do is I've got a watch list on my uh, Letterboxd account, okay? Uh, which is where I do all my movie reviews and stuff like that. Now, I'm going to go in. I'm going to type in Florence. That's not how you spell Florence. Uh, Florence Foster Jenkins, 2016. Okay? Uh, no, I've not yet watched this. Um... Is it because... Hang on one sec. Discard. Right, okay. Why is it not coming up? Florence Foster Jenkins. Um, oh, okay. No, because I need to add it. Um, so, yeah. So, here we go. I'm going to add this to my watch list. Okay? And I may try and find it this weekend to watch. Um... So if you want to know what the what the story is about, it's the story of Florence Foster Jenkins, a New York hair, uh, heiress who dreamed of becoming an opera singer despite having a terrible singing voice. Hmm, okay. Well, this looks interesting. Uh, the movie stars Hugh Grant, Simon Helberg, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, and Meryl Streep as well so it's got some recognizable faces recognizable names in it as well so i might give that one a watch maybe during the easter weekend um and then give my thoughts on it next week so i've just realized as well that next week i'm gonna have to do the podcast i mean this is a little bit of a behind the scenes thing here for you but next Friday, I'm not going to be able to do the podcast on a Friday. I'm going to have to do it a day early um, or something like that. Because uh, next, uh, when is it? Next uh, next Friday, I'm not going to be about. I'm not even going to be where I am right now. Uh, I'm going to be out for the day. This time next Friday, I'm going to be out in Basingstoke. Basingstoke. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be going there. I'm going to be reuniting with somebody who I've not seen in person for four years. Four years, uh, was the last time, is it three, no, three and a half years, sorry. Three and a half years was the last time I saw this person. Um, I'll talk about it, not next week, but the week after. I will talk about it. 
But uh, what I can say is I'm really looking forward to meeting them once again. Really look forward to hanging out with them as well for the day. Um, I'm going to, hopefully I'm going to do some filming with them as well. And we're going to go out and yeah, we'll do some filming and stuff like that. And they'll appear in my uh, YouTube video as well. So yeah, I, I, I mean, to be honest, I'm really looking forward to next Friday. It's going to be a blast. Uh, fingers crossed I don't become ill in between now and next Friday because I really don't want to cancel. Um, <clears throat> to be quite honest, uh, to be quite honest with you, I haven't really been going out much this past week, um, which, to be honest, isn't a bad thing. The only time I've been out this last week is to uh, go to work, and that is mainly it. Um, the weekly vlog that I'm filming this week is mainly focusing on gaming. I'm playing a lot of Nintendo Switch games in this week's uh, weekly vlog, which will be uploaded onto my YouTube channel, Steve Official, at midnight UK time. Um, that'll be scheduled in for then, uh, which will be Monday the 18th of April. So, yeah, that's when that'll be out. Um, but, yeah, no, in all seriousness, though, it is going to be a good one this week. I'm just going to be playing some Nintendo Switch games. Um... There's been a couple of games that are quite retro in that one. So, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Uh, in a couple of weeks' time, I'm going to do another um, weekly vlog where it's just mainly me playing video games. But this time around, it's going to be me playing uh, Xbox One games. And I will finally, finally, finally play the Microsoft Flight Simulator on the Xbox Cloud gaming, uh, gaming service because, again, I've still not got round to playing that goddamn game yet on my Xbox One console, and I still want to play it. So, yeah, I will play it in a couple of weeks' time, okay? I will give my thoughts on the game uh, as I'm playing it um, when I do the weekly vlog that week, and I'll also give my thoughts on me playing it, my experiences of playing on it, on the Xbox One console uh, on my weekly podcast that week as well. Um, obviously, this game is designed uh, to be played on the PC or the Xbox Series X or S, so it'll be very interesting uh, to see exactly what it is like uh, to play it on the Xbox One, which is uh, a generation lower than the PC or the Xbox Series X or S uh, gaming's uh, systems so yeah very interesting very 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 interesting uh to see how that one uh plays out um other than that though i i genuinely do think that is it uh wwdc apple uh they've confirmed uh that june 6th is when their uh, wwdc keynote event is due to take place this is where developers get their first early access look at the next iOS, tvOS, macOS, watchOS updates so that they can start developing their apps to kind of integrate alongside their um, their updates as well. Um, it does also give the public a little bit of an early access look at uh, the new update as well. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what iOS 16 and watchOS has up it up its sleeve as well more specifically ipad os and tv os as well those are the ones that i'm more looking forward to seeing um getting an update on um other than that though i think that is just genuinely it because i haven't got anything else to ramble on about um no 
I don't. I genuinely don't think I do. Um, oh, oh! Did I not mention about Scrap early? I mentioned about Scrap with the Scrap Tales. So Blue Sky Studios has closed down now, but they've shown a final video of Scrap finally getting his acorn and eating it. So without any destruction in place, like literally, he grabs his he grabs his acorn. He's about to like pin it down on the ground like he usually does. But then he ends up eating it and then he just walks away and that's it. So I thought it was quite nice. I thought that was a very touching moment. We finally got to see after 20 odd years of Scrap being in the Ice Age franchise, 20 years he's waited to finally get his acorn and eat it. Yeah. I thought it was such a lovely little moment. Yeah, that was 20 years worth in the waiting, that was. Um, <laughs> it was 20 years worth waiting for. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, apart from that, though, I think that is everything that I've got to mention this week's weekly podcast because I'm starting to run out of things to say now and I'm just rambling and this podcast has just been going on for too long now. So anyway, hope you guys have a lovely Easter, whatever you get up to this part, uh, this weekend coming up uh, if you're listening to this in real time um and i will be back next week fingers crossed with another weekly podcast it will be it will be definitely a pre pre-recorded one because i'm not going to get time to do it on uh, friday next week i mean to be honest this this podcast is also pre- all my podcasts are pre-recorded of course they are but, you know, they're never live. They are never live and they never will be live um, because I'll just mess up at some point. Um, but, yeah, no, what I was going to say was uh, next week's podcast hopefully will um, feature some more movie reviews. I'm going to talk about some uh, some more movies that I've watched uh, on Netflix. I'll definitely be watching uh all the old knives which got released last week on prime video i'm gonna watch that this weekend along with choose or die i'm gonna watch that one as well on netflix uh this weekend as well as some other movies as well which i will talk about in next week's weekly podcast i'll give you guys some more updates in terms of what's been happening in the world of tech news or streaming service news or whatever as well and i will also fingers crossed have the list i always say this around about this time of the month because i just never know when it's just gonna drop but fingers crossed i'll also have the list of what's going to be coming up on disney plus here in the uk and in the us and also what's going to be coming up on netflix in the us and uk and what's leaving netflix in the us and uk for may 2022 as well so yeah I'm to be quite honest. All I know so far for the UK is we're getting Obi Wan, Moon Knight, Life and Beth, and How I Met Your Mother. That's all I know we're getting, and new episodes of the Kardashians. Yeah, that's all I know. That's all I know at the moment that we are going to be getting. But we'll we'll get the hopefully we'll get the full list of what's coming to Disney Plus um, for May by this time next week anyway that's all from me thanks for listening i'll be back next week with another weekly podcast until then goodbye thanks for listening and i'll see you guys in another weekly podcast
Steve's Weekly Podcast.